As always, the No Chill Podcast is brought to you by Life Recovery Water. Replenishing the body with an all-natural product is always the best form of recovery. Life Recovery Water offers up three delicious thirst-quenching blends guaranteed to refill your body while satisfying your palate. Coming in natural coconut, watermelon, and pineapple flavors, rehydrating the body with necessary electrolytes such as potassium, magnesium, phosphorus, and calcium. These electrolyte properties are vital to any athlete or sports enthusiast after a tough workout or training session. Life Recovery Water. Go get some today. On this episode of the No Chill Podcast, we get hyped for the start of the basketball season as Gil takes us inside what players of all levels need to be focused on for training camp. As teams get back together, every program has changes to work through from year to year. For rookies, veterans, and even superstars, expectations raise at all levels. We get into how when players return to their teams from the summer, it creates an ultra-competitive environment with roster spots on the line and positions on the depth chart up for grabs. Gil explains why the best want a shot at the best, not only to find out how they measure up against each other, but also to make themselves better. As for the team's unity, Gil points out that it all revolves around the group's chemistry. Ultimately, what we see on the court is the performance of the players, but success comes from the work put in by the coaches, which is a tough task. There are pressures and narratives that can make or break you, and they all start in training camp. It's a great time of year. We're excited for it. It's a fun episode of the No Chill Podcast. We hope you like it. And if you haven't already, subscribe to it on Apple Pod, Spotify, or SoundCloud, and check out the No Chill Productions YouTube channel. What time is it, Gil? It's basketball time. Training camp time. It's, well, it's basketball time. Training camp for the NBA. High school, you're about to have tryouts. College, I think they just started uh, They started day one of actually team training. So it's, it's that. It's that you can smell it. If you're a basketball player, and you've, you can smell when the season's coming. It's Yeah, you're back to your team. Mm-hmm. You're back to your group. Back, and what you worked on over the summer... It's time to translate that into team play. Yeah. So let's go from there. Where we where we were on the court, now we're preparing to to join our teammates using what we worked on. Um, talk through that mentality of okay, I put in my time, I put in the work, and now you know we we have to make this uh, the chemistry happen. Um, on what level? It's all different levels. Start high school. I mean, you know, when it comes to high school basketball, you know, there's such a big difference in talent, <laughs> you know, where your star is so much, you know, you know, superior over, you know, everyone else. Um, you know, so, you know, if a guy comes in, you know, he's the man and everyone is just basically, you know, surrounding what he does, you know, as a player. Um you know, so, you know, whatever, you know, you, you worked on as an individual, you know, it has nothing to do with, you know, what your school system is. But there's always that, the one or two guys on the school team that everyone knows, it's they're, they're the alpha dog. Okay. And I think that's the same at any level, mm-hmm. right? So how about the guy that needs to rise on the ranks and the guys that maybe in high school, maybe they had a growth spurt. Maybe they added 20 pounds. Maybe they got it in the weight room. For yeah, I mean, the first you know, time. you know, high school when you when you catch spurts like that, it's usually from your your junior to senior year, which actually changes you as an actual player. You know, you could have been a five ten point guard, and now you're the six eleven, you know, point forward type. Well, if you so, grew a foot in the summer, it happens. Yeah, you know, but it changes your your, your, your skill coordination. Level. Has but to you know, come when together. it comes to you know developing in high school, you know, summer the season, you know, we get that, but. There's little things during the year that actually you need to use to get better, like um, passing period. Like I used to have a basketball with me in passing period, you know, from you know first period to second period. I'll I'll do a dribbling drill going from one class to the next. You know, if you do that the whole day, you did 35 minutes worth of you know 30 minutes worth of dribbling drills. You know, people don't think like that, and so you know, as a high school kid going into this year and going into high school, use every, yeah, you might, you know, be laughed at because you're that, you know, that that athlete, you know, that can't put the ball down, but you don't want to put the ball down if you're trying to make it to the next level. So, 
you know, I use those little passing periods to work on dribbling drills from class to class. You know, uh, nutrition or was it recess now? That 15 minutes, I'm working on a drill. You know, lunchtime, you know, I'm either, you know, getting shots up in the gym, you know, because, you know, Coach Levine, you know, he always opened up the gym, you know, for me. So I'll get my 30 minutes of shooting in or we'll be playing actual basketball on, you know, the, uh, on, on the outside courts. But I think that's a really good point that a lot of young players don't realize is just ask the question. Talk to your coach or the people in the school to give you more time in the gym, give you time on your own that you can get in more work, you can get more shots. You just – you got to be willing to do it. That's all it is. That's what I said. So, you – yeah, you got class to class and you got things that you're scheduled to do, but you use the little five minutes to get better. You know, because at the end of the day, if – you're working on your skill level between periods. That's 30 more minutes that you've done over someone else. You're maximizing your time. Yeah, you're maximizing your time. But I think any coach or athletic director or whoever's involved with the program would love to see a player commit themselves like that. Yeah, you just, but you have to commit it. You know, no one can force you to be great. That's what I said. It's, no one was forcing me to dribble. That's what I decided to do. You know, when I walk to school, I'm dribbling to school. I'm dribbling home. So I'm using that passing time to work on, you know, my skill level. Now, also, the thing with, with high school, I think that your days are pretty regimented to what you mm -hmm. have for your, your class schedule. And school comes first, right? You mm -hmm. take care of that. College is different because you have a lot more free time on your hands. You're on your own in theory. I mean, when you're part of a program, I guess they, man they, they put you on a schedule to where you're up early. You know, you have workouts and training sessions. Yeah, you have workouts. You have individual, you know, training with coaches. Um, I was fortunate. But there's there, there's always a player coach <laughs> on every college team. You know, a guy who who's more coaching than he is on a player side of it. You get with him. Oh. You know, like we, I had Josh Pashner. You know, and I'm working out with him three times a day. And we had, you know, a kid named Murph who rebound. So I use those guys as much as possible between periods, um, three o'clock in the morning, five o'clock in the morning. I didn't give like, yo, hey, I need to shoot. I need to get in there. Let's let's get into that gym, because at the end of the day, if you really want it, go get it. You know. So I use these guys. I woke up five in the morning, run five miles. You know, I, I practice with the track team. Like you know, you have like that's what I'm saying. It's school and girls is cool. <laughs> you know that, that, that's cool and you want to have fun and go to the lunch area and hang out with the but but even that that'll come in time but if you yeah. want to be a player but that's what i'm saying that, that Every, everyone always sees the number one pick and all this yeah you're, look your gift can take you far but to be the elite you have to train you have to prepare you have to practice you have to put in the time how many kids are playing college basketball and then to be that one player, they, 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 thousands. I think, I think they said 4,600 4, people enter, entered the draft this year. And only like, what, 54 was drafted? Right. And there's only one top. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Out of that 4,600 people, how many practice four times a day? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, how many put in that extra work well, to be great? Everybody wants to be great, but not everybody wants to put the time in or know how to put the time and in. And I think that's something that people don't see in college is they think that just because you're part of a top program in Arizona or Duke or wherever, that everyone's wired like that. But they're not, right? No. I'll be honest with you. I probably went to my two years. I probably went to two classes. I'm just be honest. I, I At this to, point, it won't hurt. Yeah, so. I went to two classes. Yeah. I had no interest in going to class. I was trying to make the team. Right. You I was trying to be, I was, I was, it was so funny. It had nothing to do with the NBA because I, I didn't have no, I, when I first got to Arizona, I was supposed to be a six year senior. Basically I was going to do the Jason Terry route, you know, red shirt, boom, 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 boom. But I was hungry, you know, and I was going to establish myself now. So I was running five miles. I was doing this, you know, I'm not in class because I'm in a gym, you know, so Five, you know, I had, what, four periods? I was in the gym four times before I had actual practice. So by the time the season came and we had official practice, I was a whole different beast than what they 
he, the, the scholarship kid they came in. I was a whole different player, you know, a player that they didn't see, they didn't expect. So when, you know, that time came, it was like, well, Gil, you missed, you missed four periods today. What were you doing? Well, I, I, I took 2,000 shots today, coach. You know, it was either the 2,000 shots or, well, the, I mean, or, the, or, the, or the class. I had to pick one. Part, I chose, part of I chose their job shots. is to make sure you are eligible to play in the game. So that's why they would want you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, We've if, all seen Last Chance you. Yeah, if you're smart, you understand yeah. that you come in eligible. <laughs> you can play. Yeah. You can't be on academic probation two times in a row. Mm-hmm. So I had to go to summer school and then, you know, be eligible again. But, but you know, is, I just use summer school for training anyway. There you go. And the point is, you, like you said, we learned. I, I had a purpose. Time. You know, it was. My time was I wanted to be, you know, at a certain point, I, I seen something and I went after it. You know, you got to sacrifice. Unfortunately, I sacrificed class. You know, and. But if you are a D3 player, which you have to work your ass off just to get to that level to get noticed, you have to stay eligible and you have to go to Yeah, class. but I mean, at the end of the day, you it. have to find ways to get better. That's exactly. what people don't understand. Like, you have to. Like, I read Guinness. Was a Greek, I called the Greek, that he had a workout with Kobe and showed up three hours mm-hmm. early. Yes, that, that, yes, three hours early. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, if he said he took two thousand shots before he worked out, yes, that's that is what you do to be great. Everybody wants to be great, but no one teaches you how to be great. You got to learn it on your own. And really, you have to push the limits. So whatever somebody is telling you, can you do more than that? Yes, you can. Always. Like, I mean, you have to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, getting back to that top pick, and even I think the, the lottery, being a lottery pick, you know, the work that it takes to get to that level, there, there's so much more that people don't see. And I think it starts with, like you said, the drive and also natural ability too. But what if you're on the outsides of that? Or even back to high school, what if you're not the top two, three players on a team? I, w- I was ranked probably 100 going into college. You know, I was a 31st pick. But at the end of the day, we all have to step on that same court. You know, you can be the number one pick, but what does that actually mean when we step on this court together? Can you guard me? Can you stop me? If the answer is no, then... Obviously, you're not better than me. I mean, <laughs> that, that's just a fact. So it's like you're running a race, right? You're you're behind them. But yeah, you you're, be, yeah, that's what them you're behind. You're like drift. you got to remember, a draft is off of potential and upside. It's it's not who's actually better at that moment in time. You know, it's 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 there's so many elements of raw gift versus skill. I mean, there's you know, like when Brandon Roy came out, it said he is the best player in this draft. He is the best player in the draft. He went seven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was still the best player. He was rookie of the year, and it clearly said it. He's the best player in this draft. He will, he will win rookie of the year, but he still went seven. <laughs> you know, so you can't, like, you know, I, I tell people, don't let, do not let a draft pick discourage you or not being drafted discourage you because at the end of the day, you guys all got to put in the same work or even more. But I also think if you're behind on that totem pole, use that to your advantage, right? Look at Michael Jordan. Didn't make the varsity team. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he was on JV. But he used that to fuel him. To you have to all, you, but his, his like, you have to always challenge yourself to get better. Whatever, like I tell people, whatever motivates you, let it motivate you. No matter what it is, let it mo- If it's buying a new house and that's why you need to get better, let it. Whatever fuels you. You know, some people don't have that drive to be fueled. You know, they wake up and um, I don't feel it today. You know, it's, you know, that's why I said I used to just, I just used to just pick people and that's who's fueling me and I don't even know them. But, you know, you, you have to do that on every level. How about this? How about when you're not feeling it on that day? How about the off days? There's, there's no off days. But the days where your shot's off, let's just say, not even, you're not, it's not your mental approach, but just the days that. In you're, games, you're in not, practice. Yeah, you're not sharp. How'd you bounce back? I mean, that's just that you might not be sharp offensively, but defensively, vocal, a leader, just being, I mean, there's always, there's, there's still ways to be effective. You know, I mean, majority of the NBA can't score, you know, like somebody like Roberson. I mean, what is his off day? <laughs> Going 0 for 12? I mean, I'm pretty sure that's every game, <laughs> you know, but, but. He he's never going to be off on defense assignments. Right. And, his and effort, like, can't his be effort, off. effort right. can't be off. Right. 
But I think a lot – when you're trying to develop your skills – and it's just not clicking. It's just not happening for you. Say you're offhand. You, you're you're not, you're not getting results. That's what practice like is for. You right. practice. I mean, you, you know, if you're if you're putting the practice in, then it's it's going to turn around. It's going to love you back. Okay. So then, when let's say you get on on the court with your teammates and you're struggling, which is going to happen. It's bound to happen, right? Yeah. I mean, that's, but things that's, can be moving so fast where you kind of get left that's, behind. That's part of sports. It is. That's part, part of, of everything in life. I mean, you can. You can be practicing a presentation for months and then go into the room and fuck up the meeting. That doesn't have nothing to do with your the time you put in. It just didn't work for you. You put too much, you know. You know, at that point, it's more mental than actual physical ability. So that at that point, you can write it off to as a bad day. And There's no such thing as a move on. The, 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 uh, even in life, when people say, "Yo, I'm having a bad day," there's no such thing. There's no true such thing as a full bad day. You got to remember, there's 24 hours in a day. You're sleeping eight of it. So unless you have a full 24 hours of bad shit happening, you can't consider that a whole bad day. You know, so if you're sleeping for eight, that's not a bad day. <laughs> you know, you have, bad, cool. you have bad moments in a day, but you can't say, man, I had a bad day today. No, you had a bad moment of today. You know, and that's it's just rethinking your mind. So if I go in there and, and I I went two for fourteen, eh. okay. Well, it happened. Let's keep going. We I got a game tomorrow. You know, so you know it. You know that's it's a great it's a great time of the year. You know, for especially for NBA because there's been a lot of trades. A lot of team changing. Um, a lot of talk. So this is where we finally get to see it happen. We get to see results. Well, they still got another month. Right. You know, so, if, you know, if players are out of shape, players don't have rhythm, you know, it's the uncertainty. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's what – that's how I went into the season. You got to remember, you put your work in, but still the uncertainty of it, is it going to translate is the – yeah, and I think that's the, the, the time of year that preseason is all about and training camp is the rehearsal element. Like It's like putting together a, a play. Right? Mm -hmm. you gotta, you got to rehearse, get your lines down, your timing down. And I think on a sports team, it's basketball in particular, it's chemistry. you got to get your chemistry down, which that comes to over time, and I think that is something that has to be built up. You've got all these pieces together on the roster – how are they actually going to play? How does that translate? But that's that's not for you to decide. That's, you know. It's for the player. That's to the coach. Decide. Yeah. That's the coach to make it all fit. You know, we're all individuals. We all worked out individually, you know, and you, you're you supposed to take our talent and make it fit together. So what is their focus Who's? during training? The coach. I don't know. I'm not a coach. You played for coach. <laughs> what was <laughs> their message to you <laughs> to get you guys on the same page? I mean, you know, we're, we're a team, you know, so, you know, his focus is to get the plays in and, you know, get us all reacting as one. You know, that's his job as a coach. You know, uh, an individual player, you know, you're, you're trying to figure out how to be dominant in your training camp. You know, are you a rookie? Are you a vet? Um, you know, is this your second year? You know, everyone's going through something. You know, and it's his job to make it all work when it's all said and done. You know, it's like a Thanksgiving dinner. That's what, it, you know, training camp is, a Thanksgiving dinner. Everyone's making something different, and there's the head chef that got to make it all look great together. You know, so, like, as a rookie coming in, you know, you're, you're probably the the one that's, nervous the most because you don't know what the fuck training camp is about. You don't know what it is, you know. You know, if, if I'm telling the kid, listen, pace yourself. You know, in training camp, just your job is to be consistent. You know, that's the most important thing about training camp is just be consistent. You know, don't get too hyped about something you did great in one practice and then you fall off the rest of the practice. Do it again the next day. You know, day it's too. just be consistent. Hit shots, you know, try to be first, second, or third, you know, whatever your ability allows, you know. Um, like me on training camp, if training camp started at, what, I think we did like 10 and 5. 
you know, that was our times are 10 and 3. Um, I was there at 8 o'clock. I was there two hours before anybody, you know, to make sure I get my shot. Because during training camp, you're doing more running and more, you know, team things where you don't get the individual work. So you lose your legs faster. You know, you lose your legs. Your time is going to be off on your shot. It's more focused on defense. So I usually got there two hours before to get my shooting, get my, you know, my I put my regimen in. You know, and that's, you know, no matter what part of training camp we was in, I made sure I did the things that I'm preparing for. And then, you know, I did the two hours before, practiced with the team, went home, slept two hours before the team got there again. But really to get that work in, it would be the earlier part of the day that you can spend time on it. No, like if we practice at, you know, let's say five is our second practice, I was there at three. You know, and, and, and got, you know, and got my shots in. You know, it's, it's, it's about, you know, getting, you know, getting your touches. Like, even if you're in, you know, in training camp, like when I was, when I was the go-to guy, you know, I didn't, I didn't really go hard, hard in training camp. You know, I didn't really have anything to prove on a scoring level like you know it's like training camp is more team based you're you're more on the defensive size learning defensive concept learning the play so there's really not you know there's we don't really go at each other like that like you have your your five on fives but it's it's you know for me it's just getting in those spots getting the timing down you know so I'm not I'm not sitting there trying to average 30 in a training camp right you know but I'm 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 putting in my work you know that's what I said you got you got to remember when training camp starts I have 30 days before the actual season starts. So from that, from these 30 days, I got to transform from a summer regimen to a season regimen. You know, so basically I have 30 days to try to get onto a, a season of, you know, my season clock. Yeah, you're transitioning mm-hmm. to that season. And I think also there's level to it, right? So you talked about the young players and the rookie players and then the go-to guys. Are the go-to guys sizing up the teammates and the new players on the team to figure out who they are? Because, like you said, you know what you got at that point. You know who you are. So it's your teammates. Back to the chemistry thing. Are you sizing them up? What's this new guy made of? What kind of player? Okay, pick a team. So right now let's go. Uh, Boston? Boston, sure. Okay, so. We'll well, they t- don't have a young player, so let's go. No, uh, yeah, you do. You, 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 have, you have Tatum. You have, you know, Gordon coming back. You have Kyrie coming back. You have Terry. But they were who, together last year. But you have Terry, who was a star before. So, yes, you're going to have competition on Kyrie's side where he has to show the guy who held that team together while he was out that, I'm back. I'm back. Even though, even though the coach, look, Kyrie, it's your turn. But as an individual standpoint, I got to let him know that, hey, listen, I'm, <laughs> I'm back. You know, so you got to fall back into place. And Terry's job, Terry's job is to push the shit out of Kyrie. That's his job as the backup and the guy who led them. Like, yo, I know you're back, boss, but I'm going to let you know I'm on your ass. So I'm going to be here. You're my teammate and I'm down for you, but I'm going to let you know I'm on the heels. You know, so I'm going to push you to perform well every night. And for a team, that competitive environment is only a good thing, right? Bring yeah, the and best it, it's, on a, it's only going to bring the best out of all of them. So somebody like Tatum, where, you know, you were the focal point, you know, second, third option last year, and now you got the two stars back. Now you have to find your dominance with theirs. You know, so at the end of the day, it's in training camp, whose house is this? In a sense. So Tatum has, you know, he has to do more of the, yo, I'm, I'm here too. You know, so I don't, this ain't going to just be you two anymore. It's all of us. You know, I'm like, I'm a star too now. You know, I done, I'm dominant. So, you know, if I'm Tatum, like if I was Boston, period, I'm letting them all play against each other. Sort it Tatum, out. you Gordon. guard Gordon. You know, then it won't be that starting five versus everybody else. No, no, no. We're going to mix this shit up. Let our stars go at each other. Let them push each other. Let them make each other better. You know, even though, like, when I was playing, me and Larry rarely played on the same team in practice. Because if he's the best defensive player, that's who I want to go out and play against. If I'm one of the best offensive players who's coming up, he wants to, you know, stick me every day. 
So now when I have to play against somebody else, you know, you got to remember this guy is, you know, first team all NBA. So there's only one more guard in the NBA that's on his level defense. So if I get if I get to train against that all the time, then that means there's no one out there that can guard me. And it's the idea of iron sharpening iron. You want to yeah. go against the best because you're going to see that on a nightly basis. Yeah. So you know, so out of all the teams, Boston would be going the hardest in training camp because they have more to prove to the world and to each other. Because now you have players coming back that needs to get respect from the other players, and the other players got to get respect from. That, that this has nothing to do with throwing punches up. It's just, just just straight basketball talent. I think there are a lot of teams with a lot of question marks around them at this point. Uh, obviously, Minnesota is going to be no. Yes, did Jimmy Butler trade? He's traded. What 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 so what, they'll, what they'll sort, Well, whoever comes in and they're going to sort things. out. Whoever the comes in ain't going to be no star. The one uh, <laughs> the one back to your point about you know the alpha dog role and and figuring where guys work and how they work together. Toronto. What is how that's going to be with Kawhi now? Kawhi came in as a top three player, and he's the guy. He's the he's you're the you're the focal point of this this offense, and you're the man. I mean, you you subbed in for you know DeRozan, so you're the, you're the ish. But they still have to a lot to learn. You know, at this point, this is what they're working on: is timing, spacing. What each I mean, a lot, Laurie to. just got to figure out how he plays the game. You know, but got to remember, he is the guy. So there's really no. No one, no one's coming out. in and say, "Oh no, nah, fuck this duty. I'm the man. You know, <laughs> I'm the man of this team. You know, I'm I'm Batman. He's Robin. Now nah, that's not happening on that team. But does it happen that easily for Lowry, where he's going to say, "Okay, I'll be." Yes, yeah, so he already Robin he again. was he was a number two to the Rosen. He's going to be number two to to the what's the name? And that's the, that's what I said. There's no real rift there. You know, um, there's no rift in Golden State. There's no. Well, yeah. They, as I said, most of everything is – They're the like, prime example, like, but there are, it, you, the younger teams are different. It, it usually happens when stars is gone and someone stepped up in their place because it's hard to rewind. As I said, it's hard to rewind success. So it's hard to rewind somebody like Terry. You know, it's hard to say, okay, yeah, you was on the bench last year and you were my backup, and then I left and you became very good and very solid. You know, take your ass back to the seat, play five minutes. Like, it's it's hard to rewind that. And as a coach, he has to understand you have talent here, and if you don't know how to manage it, you're gonna have a problem. Right. So as fans, we're looking at them like, "Whoa, shit! They was great last year. Now they got you know Kyrie and Gordon back. Woo! Championship be coming. No, no, no. It's not that easy (laughs) because you have to deal with egos, and now all this talent has to mesh as one. So that means, as a whole, everyone has to sacrifice greatness to win. I don't know if young players are ready for that. Like, you can say, all right, LeBron sacrificed points to make this person better. He's older. He knows how to do that. Um, Curry and, you know, um, KD, sacrifice. They know how to do that. They're, they've, they're old enough to... They, they're old enough, they're stars, they got their accolades. Young players who are trying to get in, they don't know how to sacrifice. Because they're trying to prove themselves. They're trying to prove. And I think for Boston, that's a good problem to have, to have all that talent. And managing it, that is on the that, That's what I said. It's, that's, that going into training camp, you know, um, coach's only problem, which is a good problem, is trying to figure out how to manage all the talent. Right. You know, it's, keep, it's a good problem. You got to keep have. everybody happy with one ball. And I think players at different phases in their career, there are different challenges to them. And I think there are times where you have to – I think when you get older, there are more things to sacrifice, like you said, like LeBron has going on in L.A. right now. But also Melo, the idea of coming off the bench in Houston, does that make more basketball sense? Can he figure out that role? I, I'm going to be honest. I don't understand why he went to Houston. To me, that was as great as – you know, CP is and Harden is, they're, they're dominant ball, dominant guys. Um, Melo and CP play in the same realm, which is that if you're looking at the basket, right side block, I mean, right side mid post area where, you know, CP likes to post up. Well, that's, that's Melo's spot too. 
So when it all comes down to getting rhythm, they're both running to the same spot. It's just like having Shaq and Olajuwon. I mean, Shaq and Ewing on the same team. Yeah, it looks great on paper, but they're both running to the right block. And then you tell one to go to the left side, well, he's no good over there. <laughs> that's, he, he, he can't dribble with his left hand middle and he's going to go middle and do a left hook. No, that's not his. But you got to figure that because of their relationship, CP and Re- relationship that conversation. And, but, that's what's it, but relationship and what you're good at is two different things. So if they're both good at that right side, mid post area, that's where the problem comes. So when I look at Melo, I'm like, you're a scorer. You're an ISO guy. Why would you go to a team where you have two guys that do the same thing all the time? You should have went to the Lakers. And the reason I say the Lakers is, yeah, you might have came off the bench, but at the end of the day, your team is LeBron, pass-first guy. Rondo, pass-first guy. Ball, pass-first guy. Lance Stevenson, pass-first guy. So you're dealing with four main guys who are pass-first players. That means you are the go-to guy. If you came off the bench, you're the go-to guy. And you were going to be in the last five minutes, and you were going to go get the ball from LeBron because he needs that half-court guy. So you would have been very dominant as a Laker. I personally don't think he's going to be dominant as a Rocket. He's going to be good because the way they play, but I – I personally think that he would have been more successful as a Laker than he would as, as and a he, Rocket. Well, playing with Harden and Chris Paul, he doesn't need to be as dominant. They're going to do a lot more of the heavy lifting. Yeah, but if a guy, you, you're a guy who just lost your career in a sense where in, 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 in the media's mind, you, you didn't have it in, over there in a, at the Thunder because you had two guys who were scores. Similar situation. Why would you go to the same spot? Well – the difference in Oklahoma, I don't know that he was necessarily willing to take a reduced role. And at this point, a season later, looks like he is. And I, I mean, Houston is. They were that listen, close if I'm going to take a reduced time. role, I'm going to take a reduced role in an element that I know I'm going to be successful in that reduced role. So if I went to the Lakers, yeah, I'm coming off the bench. But no matter what lineup you start, I have either Rondo and. Rondo and Lance Stevenson pass me the ball or Ball and Lance Stevenson pass. No matter which two it is, I'm getting the ball. I'm going to get up my 16, 17 shots off the bench. Now I'm Jamal Crawford. Off the bench, I'm a go-to guy. I'm, 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 I'm the focal point now. Yeah, I might not start and get the little black light and all that, but at the end of the day, I'm, I'm going to be the second leading scorer on the team. And you'll be finishing games. You're going to be finishing all the games. And, you know, it's – but, hey, you know, that's, I mean, as a player, you got to understand what you do. But when I was looking at the situation, I'm like, well, you know, Lakers is the s- smartest choice. But I think the reality for him in Houston is setting in now where they're in training camp and they, he, he made the decision to go there. Mm-hmm. And now they're looking at roles and situations, and this is where they're going to figure that out. Yeah, I mean, that's what I said. Great players figure it out. But, I mean, but that's what training camp. They have 30 days to figure it out. That's the exciting part of it. This yeah, that's what I said. That's the, practice, I said right? at the beginning. That's, this is the best. Oh, um, this is the best part of the season. You know, we were talking about the I team. think I only averaged 14 during preseason. Well, because are you conserving a bit? I wouldn't say you're holding not. back, but you're conserving your energy and your strength. Oh, you because you're playing. You got to remember, your shot comes last. You know, your defense, like if you look at training camp and when you get out of training camp, you look at the first couple games – the defense is really – you're like, oh, man, they're playing great defense right now. They're playing, you know, because that's what they've been doing all training camp. So all, all the defense on point. Then your legs kick in a little bit later, you know, and then it becomes more of an offensive game once the, you know, players start to learn how to score. So offensively, it's still a little sloppy, and it's going to be for yeah. a while. Yeah, and the sad part is in a seven-day training camp, I, I possibly put up – 10,000 shots on my own to come out the first game to go seven for 27, <laughs> you know, just because I don't have the rhythm. <laughs> right. And those, you were by yourself. And, and because you got to remember situations. a training camp mentality versus a game mentality, like going, I don't, I'm not going to get hyped for preseason. Like I'm not getting, but that first game is like a whole different level. So a seven for 21, that three foot, you know, 21, that's just all excitement. That's just more, I got, I, I shot my wad. 
you know, and I, I, you know, I shot my wad. Now I got embarrassed, and I was like, all right, <laughs> now I'm back to normal. So Come out next time. You should reserve, uh, keep something in the. Table. That, that's usually how it went. Like first game, seven points. Second game, forty-eight. You know, <laughs> it balanced itself out. He took two shots. Right. He ran up and down. He did like what? What was what, what? What did he gain? What did anyone gain? What did the team gain? It's like training camp to just play. Just fucking let's go hard. You that's the way you are though. You want to cut right to the chase. Yeah, yeah. I don't forget the in between. Yeah. But well, also, I think for teams that have a new coach or have a roster like look at the Clippers. But again, what is the, as as a coach and players, you're playing like. That's what I'm saying. Like, you're going through training camp playing 10, 15 minutes. And then day one of the season, LeBron's going to play 36 to 42 minutes. What did preseason prepare him for for game one? Nothing. It didn't... It didn't ramp him up for okay, nothing. So, like, not so the most he's going to play. It's about his teammates. But I said the most he's going to play in, 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 in preseason, probably 25 minutes at the most. So that would be the last... The, the second game before it's over. Sure. But it's about letting the other guys figure things out. Yeah. So the I'm going to let... to develop. We're going to let this guy who... Let him play 36 minutes, and then, then when the season starts, he plays two. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's so... It's so awkward. It's, preseason is fucking awkward. <laughs> it's, it's fucking awkward. It's like the guy who led our team in scoring didn't even see the floor in, <laughs> during the regular season. <laughs> you know, it's, but I got him ready for that. Yeah, I got him ready. What the, that's and, what I said. Look at the, the Celtics last year, five minutes into the season, Hayward goes down for the year. Yeah. Does anybody know this preseason stats were? No, no one really cares. It's not about the stats. Yeah, but I'm just saying, no one. What, what was his minutes? What did he play? What? No, no, that's what I said. It's, it's around that 20, 25 minutes a game. Get him some reps and then get ready for game one. Yeah, sure. I just. I just, I just want to go into the game. You weren't thinking like a role player, though. You were thinking like a star player. But as a, even a role player, it's like, think about it. You got tw- think about it as a role player then. Because they can't, they're not going to play the stars, as a role player, you're going to play 25 minutes. Let's say you average 17. When the season starts and then game one, you play two minutes. What happened to you? <laughs> yeah, then you're, done, you're, you're, you're mentally fucked up the rest of the season. Because now you're back in your element. Like, you're, <laughs> you know, we're not going to sit LeBron fucking, you know, 36 minutes for you to you go out there and shine. But that's what ends up happening. You get this false, it's, it's like a f- false confidence. But the narrative is just, it's, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, but I said, you have, to pl- you have to be in that element to understand it, that the players who don't play usually play a lot in preseason and then when the season some these guys get benched and all they remember is what they were doing in preseason you know now they can't think right yeah okay so what should they be focusing on what should they be thinking i mean that's what i said there's no preseason just get right to the yams so everyone's in their element Mm -hmm. you know if you got six minutes from training camp so you gotta remember training camp is you're trying to establish who you are and then from training camp, you had a decent training camp, and then you go in and get 25 minutes. Technically, that's your reality. Man, I played so well in training camp that I got 25 minutes. And then when the season starts, no, 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 sorry. <laughs> you, got two, you get two minutes. It, you know, that's, but that's only natural coach is going to. I know, but I know, I, I know why they do it. I just right. say, to me, it never made sense. That's all. That, all that rambling means, it, it just didn't make sense to <laughs> It wasn't me. rambling yet. You're <laughs> giving perspective. to me. Right. But I guess even to to draw things back to the team and, and what they're going through now, what's happening that the fans and the media don't see? We see all these photo ops in the press conferences and things like that, but what is the day-to-day like that it gets it gets difficult? You said there's two practices. you got to manage to get your shot. And training, I mean, training camp is we, – we say it's the hardest part of the season only because we're working out twice a day. <laughs> that that's it. It's like, oh man, I hate like I hate training camp only because you're doing more running than you are during the regular season. So you know, from a college player to training camp, that's kind of easy for them. You know, it's the veterans who really complain about training camp because it's like, oh man, I gotta go back to two days. Oh no, I'm gonna be sore, and you know, it's you know that whole little thing. Um, my thing is as players and how I I valued season to season is. 
we're all equal in the summer. And I always did that. You know what? I can't say I worked harder than anyone out there during the summer because I don't know what the regimens were. But I got to say, you know, you're coming in shape. You, you look like you lost some weight. I, I figured you put real work in. So I'm going to chop it up and say, you know what? We're even. We're all even. Me, you, LeBron, we're all even. We all worked out exactly even. So I didn't get better from the day to, uh, you know, I didn't get, I didn't gain anything over that player from the day the season ended. So now, how do I get better than him? And that's where my, my training during the season starts. So, you know, before the games, so I, I did it like this. The night before the game, because you got to remember, th- this, is, this is like little, you know, little detail secrets. You know, practice is at 11 o'clock, right? You have your practice mode. Your game's at 7. So what I used to do is the night before, I came in and trained at 7 o'clock. So I trained and got 500 shots up, three to 500 shots up the night before. You know, so my body is, this is, this is game time. You, this tr- is, you put your body on that body yeah. clock. So, you know, this is game time. So I did that. So I got my shots up the night before, and then on game day, you know, we, we, um, we have the shoot around. I get my shots and shoot around, and then game starts at 7. I'm at the gym by 3.30. And I'm getting two, three hundred shots, and I'm going through my whole routine, which is timed. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm doing, you know, I have a whole little regimen going, a three-hour regimen before I got prepared for the game. You know, so I use the 500 shots the night before plus the 300 shots, so I feel, okay, I gained something over someone. You know, then when we traveled, when we got to that city, I found a gym. Got shots up. We have a day off, found a gym. Got shots up. So I was, I was mimicking my summer during the season because you got to remember, people don't understand. You go through a shoot around, you shoot 15, 20 shots, you know, you know, because you're trying to prepare for the, the team. And then, um, and then you come on the first bus or the second bus, you get 15, 20 shots up, fucking around. And then in the game, you get, if you're the star player, you get 25 shots. Well, if you calculate all that up, you, you got, you know, hopefully 100 shots up that day when you was used to getting three to 400. So you're backpedaling from your summer workout. See, that's what I didn't want to do. You know, so I learned how to get better during the season. So I didn't take the first bus ever, which young kids were to. I took a cab with a trainer two hours before that first bus got there so I can get my shots up without any distractions and put my work in. Right, right. So there is that that no matter what you do, you get your shots up on it. Yeah, you, that's what I said. You have to be look. You had six months of work. This is if you want to call it work. But my it was six months of getting better, and this is how I'm going to do it. We have a day off. Well, everyone had a day off, so I'm going to go in the gym and get my two, three hundred shots up. You know, so I didn't have no. Uh, oh, he hit the rookie wall, or he hit this. Nah, he has a shooting slump. I don't even know what the fuck that meant. <laughs> that it was just, shooting slump is men- mental. Like you're really sitting there thinking about, oh, I haven't made, I haven't made a three pointer in 27 attempts. Like, eh? You thought about that? <laughs> like you said, no that bad is, days. No, that's so, what I said. So it's so if your, men- if your mentality the, the is I don't miss, then goddamn it, you won't you won't slump like that. When you start second guessing your shot, then that's when that comes in. And bringing it back to any level, you have your you got to hold yourself accountable. And you answer to yourself, did you get your shots up on that? And, and that's, that's where confidence comes in. If you put the confidence in, then you don't second-guess your ability. You know, that's what I said. You don't second-guess your ability if you're putting the shot. Like, if I got 300 shots in last night, I got 280. Between the two days, that's, you know, 250 shots. I'm on fire. If I missed, ah, I just missed. But I'm on fire. Well, then that means if I if my flame didn't come in today because they had great defense, somebody's getting burned tomorrow or the next game, and that's just how that was. The law of average. You're not gonna stop me two days in a row. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're not gonna stop. I, I done learned from what they did going to the next ass whooping. Well, the last thing I want to talk about is the idea of no matter what level you're at in that team environment, when you're trying out, you're on a new team, um, you're in a new program. The best piece of advice you can give a, a guy is to play within yourself. Don't try to do too much, but know what your game is and get to that. But if 
if your game is too much, then you 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 do what you do. You know, I, I know everybody wants to try to fit in, and you want to do what's best for the team and all that. I I the, what's best for the team is do you so they know what you're capable of. See. A guy named Tony Bland told me this when I was going into college. He was number one point guard in L.A. Um, right after Barron. And he got went to Syracuse. And he said, man, I was like, yo, what do I expect in college? He said, listen, you shoot the ball when you're in practice, shoot that shit. Do you. Because what, what the biggest mistake is is you going in there being timid, not knowing what to do, and you're passing the ball around and not playing your basketball. And then when you get in a game – and you just your natural instinct comes out, and you start shooting shots that they're not used to seeing. You get yanked. Like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm doing me. Like, no, we don't see that in practice. We don't. Like, I, I, I think I seen it on Instagram. It was Patrick Ewing cussing someone out. I said, why did you take that shot? I've never seen that in practice. When, when, when did you practice on it? But that's true. Like, if you're not doing that shit in practice, don't try that shit in the game. And that's, you know, that's, that's one thing that I would tell a, a player is whatever you do, do it. Don't be afraid to do it. I mean, if, you know, like when I, you look at like a John Wall and you look at these Steph Curry, they don't just practice that shit in the game. They do it. They, that, that's part of their ability. Like, you know, when I first seen John Wall run down and someone jumping, he did a 360 layup. I'm like, all right, damn. But I'm seeing you're, he's doing that's that what shit. He did so if he tried that shit in the game and missed it, coach would have, get the fuck out of it. But no, you see it in practice all the time. They try to cut him off and he spins the other way <laughs> midair. Like, yeah, that's talent right there. But I mean, if you're not practicing, if you're not doing that for people to see, then when you get in the game, they're just going to get the yanking. So go out there, play your game. And also the things that you've worked on, things that you added over the summertime, is also what you're going to try to work on when you get around the team in and practice. And how to get better is add something to your game every year. You know, you're not going to, like, if you – like, everyone has something they're, they're naturally great at. You know, it could be eye, hands, eye, jabbing, you know, whatever it is. You're, you're naturally gifted at that. So you're not going to lose something that's just naturally, you know, in you. So you have to learn something every year. Put something in your bag every year. And then, you know, that's – but that's how you get better. Talked about a guy, Giannis. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the guy who we want to see take that leap to where he he added over the summer maybe – more range I don't shot. say maybe. We don't know until we'll, we'll we see. We'll find out. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> we won't know until we see camp. It, it's, But saying that he was in the gym three hours ahead of Kobe, we ought to be thinking he's put in that work to develop areas on the game uh, that he didn't have. But as a player, do you know your weaknesses? Hopefully. No, you, you know, how, how, do you know if, how do you know your weaknesses if you're only looking at your strengths? You got to be honest with yourself, right? No, but I mean, if no one's pointing out what your weakness is, if no one's like – if I say, yo, what is LeBron's weakness? Can you point it out? Can he point it out? No, because, I, you know, to him, I don't have no weakness. I can say, well, you can't go over your left shoulder. You can't go over your right shoulder very well. You don't move left to right very well. You don't spin. You don't. But I can point all that. But that's what I'm saying. But if he's never been put in a situation to make him do any of that, then he doesn't work on it. But as a player like me, I'm going to look at and see, all right, I didn't. Yeah, I, was, I wasn't very good at spinning this year, so I'm going to work on and work on how to spin properly. And, you know, that's just, that's just what, you know, I would do. What you have done, and then this is the time to... Yeah, so when it comes work. to Greek, it's like, all right, you didn't, you didn't pull up very well. You didn't shoot the long ball. You didn't shoot the mid-range. You know, everything was basically to the basket. You know, in his defense, he might say, oh, shit, they couldn't stop me. What do I need to work on that for? Because at the end of the day... At the end of the day, you're going to lose that ability to drive. And when you do, you don't want to be out of the league because you didn't adapt any other skill until that day. So constantly add skill. You, you have to. Like, that's what I said. You, like, his ability to drive and get to the basket, he's not going to lose. You don't lose that. You know, now it's like floaters, mid-range, learning how to post up back to the fader. Like, put one of those extra skills 
your 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 game boosts up to a whole different level. Start with one. Build from there. Build from there. Like like yeah, cousins. No like if you look at cousins when cousins first came in, you know, back to the basket, then it became a mid range guy, then then a great passer, then now he can shoot the three. I mean, you you you're 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 extending your your talent. It's a complete player. Complete. That's the goal. Yeah. That's what we'll be watching for. Yeah. Yeah, but we won't be able to see that until around uh well, of course, December. you we don't need to watch that <laughs> for a little while anyways, but all right. What what player are you 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 excited to see this year? For me, actually, DeRozan in San Antonio. I think he'll be playing with a, a chip on his shoulder in a new environment that I think will allow him to flourish. I don't worry about DeRozan because he's actually talented. Like he's very like skillfully talented. Like he has skill. So putting him in San Antonio where they're gonna win fifty six games, the the bad part about it is he's gonna get all this credit that he should have had before. Exactly. So it's like he was oh slept my. On him, but that's what I said. He's gonna make the All Star game. He's gonna be top five, top three offensive. Like he's gonna get all those accolades because now it's gonna be like, oh yeah you. You're in San Antonio. You got 58 wins this year. You know MVP candidate. <laughs> you know it's, but no, that's who he was. I'm I'm interested of the other guy, uh-huh. Kawad. Uh-huh. <laughs> Kawad. Yeah, I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm 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 interested in it only because I know the Spurs system and I want to see his individual talent now. You know, you know, I I coined him as a. A system player because he was in the system. Now he's independently. Now he has to try to score in half court without all that system players running around. He has to stop players without a defensive scheme that supports what he does. So it's I'm really interested because I want to root for him, you know, because he's a cool guy. You know, he seems cool. Like you know, we heard him laugh the other day for the first time. You know. Shit Never like. really could have heard yeah, yeah, yeah. like that before. <laughs> but also, I think what you're getting to is we'll, we'll see if he's creative or not. Yeah, I mean that's also all. I just, I mean it's, I just want to ch- change my opinion about him. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to be the hater guy and I just try to find reasons to hate on the same person all the time. Like if he averages 25 this year, I'm like, oh yeah, because he don't have, you know, this person, this person thinking. So I'm like, you know, if he averaged 25 this year, that motherfucker would do. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to be able to say that. Man, I heard he's going to Adidas. He wants to wear my shoes. So okay. Oh. So I already know. know. Okay. I already know his Zabachi level's about to be on flame. She has got to me. And he has got to see. On the day is coming that we must be personally. She has got to me. And he has got to see. On the day is coming that we must be personally. She has got to me. And he has got to see. On the day is coming that we must be personally. Talk to me, and me, I talk to see. The day is coming up.